ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 186 of the No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink. The Southeast premiere, one and only and greatest self-proclaimed video game podcast. Uh, tonight, no one likes a cheater. It's pretty obvious. Uh, GTA gets delayed, question mark. Another game delisted. Uh, we'll say another question mark with that one. Uh, what is Project Ar- Orion? I almost read Orion. What is Project Iron in quotations? X Cloud Clarity Boost I2. Would appreciate some clarity <laughs> on xCloud. Uh, buy it again, Cesar! Exclamation <laughs> point. Oh my! These are good to be like a celebrity Jeopardy category. I was, I was just about to say, I'll take buy it again, Cesar, for a thousand. The best and, list. And your last category is December Game Pass games, in which <laughs> you will try to decide which games are going to be released on the Game Pass game service in december i'm alex trebek also known as richard bergman joined tonight by newsmaster brant mckee your mother was a whore trebek (laughs) (laughs) let me please stop talking about my mother the first one i had to respond with i can't say on air and i'm not (laughs) going to because it has not aged well but uh if you would tell us about that horse semen, uh, also here is Cesar Concepcion the second. Oh. <laughs> He's not even gonna try. Come on, do Burt Reynolds. Uh, I don't know. I didn't I don't doubt. I'm looking at the news thing, what we were talking about. Famous titles. Uh, I don't think I can say any of them live, so I'm just I don't know either. Oh man, my other one was uh I mean, I can't say either of the other two that I had in The mind. easiest one to go with is always Potent Potables, which I happen to be yes, in every yes. episode. So, At the end of the news, that's what I was thinking was this sounds like I'm reading Potent Potables. is going to be the last one that Potpourri. I can Potpourri. Potpourri. Uh, an album cover was the one that I was, one of the ones I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, I can, name the, the, I can name the proper ones and we can pull the improper stuff from there, like uh, Therapist. Uh, no, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, an album uh, cover was the one I was thinking of. Japan, Actually, the U.S. Most... relations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, what uh, that's what I couldn't yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Was that the one? <laughs> yes. I was okay with everything else. It was that one. I was like, oh, oh. I was like, nope. <laughs> I will, I will, I will say the the, the exact pronunciations for those, but I'm not going to go any further. Uh, no, no. How about all those years ago, and we literally lose Sean Connery and Alec Trebek in the same, like, was it like six months? It was the yeah. same window. And that was that was the meme I kept seeing around was like that SNL where it was mm-hmm. them standing together and he said, "We meet again, Trebek." Yeah, the other one was uh, you'll the rule was... the day you're crossed me. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was uh, swords, right? Swords, is that it? That's words, yeah. I'm gonna have to look up a bunch of those clips. Those were the those were the uh, best. <laughs> I like the album cover, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, we, we, and we lost uh, we lost Burt Reynolds and we lost Norman. Yeah, Hill. yeah, it's true. And Norm McDonald. Oh, God. 
both characters, right? The, Kurt, the yeah. character Kurt Ferguson. And the source. Yeah. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Say my name. Say my name. Oh, it's funny, hat, name. right? It's funny, funny hat. Funny hat. My name. My name. Uh, welcome to the Celebrity Jeopardy recast podcast. As we live out our favorite moments from Celebrity Jeopardy. And then we get actually get sidetracked and we talk about video game news. And as Brant put it in the news, no one likes a cheater. This comes from The Verge. Cheaters are already ruining Halo Infinite multiplayer games. Halo Infinite is the latest PC game to be affected by hackers. Um, Halo Infinite is currently suffering from an influx of hackers and cheaters. I will 100% say I've only been killed by hackers and cheaters. <laughs> Anyone who has killed me, it has not been enough skill. It has been out of cheating and some sort of aimbotting. And I stand b- firmly by this article from The Verge because I've been a victim of this every single time I've died. <laughs> uh, Halo Infinite players have been reporting multiple instances of cheaters over the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, it's, a, it's a weekend of giving. Uh, with recording showing people clearly using aimbots and wall hacks to cheat, it's the latest game to be hit by an increase in cheating across the world's biggest PC games. Uh, but to Reddit posts, unlike many other PC games, Halo Infinite doesn't use an anti-cheat solution like Easy Anti-Cheat, BattleEye, or even a custom client-side detection system. Instead, 343 has opted for a site, server-side behavior-based system that's supposed to detect cheaters and bot- boot them out of the game. <laughs> There's some great clips in this Verge article. Uh, it's not exactly working that great. Uh, the Verge notes Halo Infinite players are understandably frustrated. Since it's free to play, it's likely easy for cheaters to create another Microsoft account and keep evading bans. Um, I, know, I know a lot of people were trying to just call for them to separate console and console PC. Console and PC, yeah. yeah. Just, just to weed out that one bit. Because I don't think right now it's an it's an issue of player base. Like maybe some there's some modes on Master Chief Collection where you want both of those player pools in there. Yeah. Um, I personally don't like playing against mouse and keyboard. We all know that when you can click a mouse, that's way better than trying to use your thumb to line up a shot. It's just yeah. That's not. And I'm a console gamer first and foremost. That's it's just fact. That is easier to do to point and click. And. Um, there's definitely times that I wish that was a case in Master Chief Collection. And I have it set to have a preference for console specific. And then still a Master Chief Collection will be given PC people. And it's like, okay, here we go. But usually what I've noticed in Master Chief Collection is they'll give us the equal amount of PC players. So if it's mm-hmm. my brother and I playing and uh, we get two on the other side, the other two randos they give us usually are mouse and keyboard. So there is some offset with that. Have you guys noticed anything crazy like... We in talked about mind. it last week. Yeah. Where I had that thing where there was a guy that came. He was on the total opposite end of the alley from me, like just kind of walking down and shooting me. And I walked around the, the corner. Game. Both. <laughs> but this was I, on his way home to play Halo Infinite. Yeah. I walk around. He's the always corner. in a constant firefight, no matter what he does. <laughs> Damn it, Brant. <laughs> but Brand I walked the firefight to you. <laughs> I walked around the damn corner and then like just, you know, running away. And I also had that dash. So I like I walked and then dashed and then all of a sudden my character just like fell down and it <laughs> died. So, yeah, I've had some and I, I guess they're in my mind, the bots like from back in the day, they were invincible. Like you'd see yeah. somebody go 20 and 0, you know, and with, you know, eight assists and that kind of stuff. 
but I guess it's not that straightforward. So there are some deaths in there. Like I've never, I've never seen anybody have a perfect round in the, in the ones I've been in. So I don't know if they're just better hiding it that way or how that works, but there's definitely something shady going on. Go check those videos on that Verge article. It's some actually, yeah, some pretty funny clips. It's funny because it didn't happen to me. I'm getting killed by other illegitimate means. <laughs> While you're yelling, this game sucks. This is the worst game ever. Never playing then, it again. I didn't get my samurai armor. I never got it. I never got to level five. I yeah. didn't either. So wow. It, it never it never gave me the objectives I needed. It, it, it kept changing objectives, but it never loaded the ones I needed for that pass. So I'll, I yeah, played like three rounds of Fiesta and did so god awful. It was like, yep, I'm not meant to have it. I don't deserve <laughs> it. I'm not gonna get it. It is what it is. Uh, next up, we've reported on how awful the GTA Trilogy remaster stuff has been. This comes from Nintendo Life. GTA Trilogy's physical edition for Switch has been delayed. Will now arrive in early 2022. Uh, the hard copy was due to launch on Nintendo's hybrid system on December 7th, they note, and now has been pushed back to early 2022. No specific date has been locked in just yet, and Rockstar is advising followers to check their local retailer for availability. Uh, I think since we talked about it last, there's major patches coming to fix to fix uh, spelling issues and grammar issues and some major uh, engine problems, apparently. Uh, it was also discovered early on in November that all physical copies of the game for Switch would require a download. Hopefully it includes that patch that I mentioned. In uh, somewhat related news, the Trilogy Collection has received another update, which will be headed to Switch in the coming days. And that includes, I guess we'll link off that article and keep this going. Because we talked about how bad it was. I want to get them a, a redemption, you know. Um, now another update is rolling out based on the official change log. It's aiming to fix a range of issues, including uh, rain occurring indoors, grass clipping into buildings, and a broad range of other glitches and issues. That comes from Nintendo Life as well. All things that we, we want in our game. Uh, you hate it when the grass clippings are indoors. I, too, after I'm done cutting the grass, <laughs> uh, if the grass clippings are coming with me inside the house, I'm very furious. Yeah. And, and I did in, rain indoors as well. <laughs> no rain indoors. You're not supposed <laughs> to put your umbrella up indoors either. So yeah, I'm, the I'm rain only, follows you in this game. I'm only happy when it rains, so I'm, I'm okay with that. This I, also checks out. Mm-hmm. I did hear there's some kind of rumor that Nintendo is kind of working with Rockstar to produce these on Switch. Hmm. So I guess, you know, it might make sense if they're just like, you know, we need to delay this. We need to make sure that it's not going to be broken when you put it on the physical cartridge, because if somebody buys it and never, never connects to the Internet, then and from what I hear on Switch, um, GTA 3 is one of the worst games on the Switch right now. Ooh, it's that bad. It's 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 bad. Yeah. Thanks. And yeah, I mean, I think, I think Nintendo's publishing it like they did with the uh, Skyrim. They're they're doing the publishing. Ah, they don't want to look at battle them either. It would it would be nice if they just went ahead and upgraded the cart size and tried to squeeze a few more both of those other games onto yeah. one cart. So that would but be I nice. Doubt that'll happen. Knows. That's three huge games. So. 
I still haven't gone back to San Andreas. I saw some weird glitches and like uh, a, an invisible bridge. Like they were having to yeah. shoot out on a bridge over space. <laughs> uh, Even after over. they said they fixed it, it's still invisible. Uh, yeah. I never went back to it. You got to throw the rocks on the bridge. <laughs> Open it at Mamshul Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Leap of faith. Leap of faith. Uh, somebody was saying, and this was another podcast noting this, it was like, there's a haze in the skybox of San Andreas that the developers were trying to capture like that, that pollution and such from that era, that early nineties. And when you clean it up, you lose that vision, you know, good for LA for cleaning it up and being, being a nicer place now. But at that time, the game actually did capture with its rough graphics and, and cutscenes and skyboxes, it would capture how hazy it was, you know, for, was a Rodney King riots and all that stuff that took place out there at that time that are cemented in history. And, uh, it was just cleaned up by this mobile port, um, developer that just kind of apply. It's almost like they applied a filter to everything, right. For yeah. better or worse. And some things like sometimes still, I look at the graphics of it and some of the cutscenes, and it's like, yeah, this is what my mind's eye says. These games look like, but it loses it loses some of what made those games special and how they looked in in that time for now. And that's it, maybe that's the balance you get with preservation these days. Like, do you want these to still be playable in some sort of fashion? Is is what state they're in now better than people having to track down PS2s and Xboxes to play these games? You know, how does that what is that ratio? I'm sure I'm sure Rockstar is going to side on the on the side of let's get these remasters back out to people and fix them. Spend a little bit because there's way more. <laughs> there's way more PS4s and Xbox ones out there than PS2s and Xboxes right now. Right. Yeah. PS2 sold a hundred and was that 150? Is that how much it got to 150 million? Um, how many of those are still accessible? What, what would you think that that install base is currently? That's the numbers I want to know. Somebody do that survey. PS2 sold 155 million. 155. Worldwide. How many, if we were to be able to say, there's the PS2, let's hook it up, let's turn it on, let's pop a disc in, and we play it. They work. How many of those out of the 155 million are there? Oof. 10? 20 million? Are they still are they still relevant things? Are they devices in the living room? Are they are they game room machines? Yeah, I guess it all really depends on you know if they were taken care of or not. You know, yeah, it's a lot of factors. You have to I was at someone's house this weekend and I did a double take. I'm in their gaming room area, which is not like <laughs> any of our gaming rooms. And I you know I'm looking at the couches and stuff. I'm like hell yeah, this looks comfy. I'll play this. And I glance over and I see a non backwards compatible PS3, but the fat one. I see that with the red light on, so it's in standby, and I see two move controllers, <laughs> and then I see a fat 360 with the uh, Wi-Fi dongle on the back of it, oh. and I'm like, okay, yeah. here we are. These are Heck yeah. they're, they're both ready to go. They're both ready to play. So they were still relevant in this living room, you know, this this game room space. And then there was a switch next to it, so it's like, okay. They crossed over here at some point. I would want to know who still games on a PS2 weekly, monthly, 
you know, how that comes down. Because we all have them. How often do we play them? I know Brant just recently fired up some Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, and but if I'm going to, it's probably going to be that PS3 over that PS2. PS2 right. is nicely tucked away and packed neatly. So Right. And on that note, the things on the PS2, if you were to reconnect those, they're not selling you anything additionally. If yeah. you fire up that PS3, they still have some things that they can get you for. They can they can upsell DLC or some PS1 classics or something for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, next up, uh, Respawn. The Verge is telling us about Respawn, talking about Titanfall. Who wants to cover that one a little bit? Yeah, they, they just tweeted this out today. Respawn is actually going to discontinue uh, sales of the original Titanfall. Sales. That's the kicker there. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read the, the, the whole tweet. They do talk about how Titanfall is kind of in their DNA and... Um, and all that, but they say starting today, players will no longer be able to purchase Titanfall. Uh, the game will be removed from some subscription services like Xbox Game Pass on March 1st, 2022, and will no longer be purchasable by players. Um, people that already own the game will still be able to play. Important. Um, yeah, we will, however, be keeping servers live. Uh, for the dedicated fan base uh, still playing. And they do not say how long they're going to keep those servers up. Um, and they do mention also in this article that Titanfall games were subject to um, game-disrupting hacks, uh, DDoS attacks, um, <laughs> Who's stuff DDoS like that. Who's DDoS attacking poor Titanfall? But uh, yeah, it's it's yet another game that's kind of go the way of the dinosaurs, get delisted, and I know I think it was the first uh, the first slim I bought or something. It I, it came with uh, or was it the original Fat Xbox came with a code for Titanfall? I think it was my v- VHS. The, the VCR one, VC, VCR uh, looking one, came with a code for Titanfall. So I played this at front of the show Charles's house, and it almost convinced me to get an Xbox One. Probably that was the spring before that fall with Gears and Rare Replay and all that stuff when Cesar and I jumped. But it almost convinced me playing that day at his house. I was like, oh my god, this is the future of games. This is incredible. Where you would get that reward of the Titan dropping out of the sky and you could jump into it and take people on. And it was like, but some, something was off, you know, the lack of yeah. campaign or it was just not quite a killer app system seller when the Xbox one really needed one. You know, this yeah. was, this was close to it. This is as close as they got, but it wasn't quite there yet. But this is a good ass game and it's a, it's $5 used at GameStop. So all this is doing is taking away that from storefront, so servers are still going to be up. Go buy a used copy if you want to and pop it in and play this game. It is incredible. And it's actually a really good <laughs> – my compromise in not buying an Xbox One at the time was to get the 360 port. And the 360 game is actually quite good. It has no business being that good. It's almost in that realm of um, Rise of the Tomb Raider where it's like, how did they pull this off mm. on the 360? There's, there, It has no business being as good as it is. It's one of those titles. So, 
you know, they're not they're not shutting it off, with, which I think is the good news. As long as you have a copy, you're good. You won't be able to get it digitally, but you can also get a physical copy for five bucks. I might I might try to track one of those down. I don't know that I have a physical copy of Titanfall. It's been available in so many sales and such since since it came out that and uh, obviously on uh, Game Pass Ultimate, too. But right. yeah, it's it should be cheap. I know Titanfall 2 is pretty cheap. And that has a great campaign, even though I haven't played it. <laughs> so sorry, you said that campaign's good, right? Yeah, that was uh, one of my launch PS4 Pro games I played. Launch PS4 Pro Titanfall 2. That's right, they gave up after the first Titanfall. It went multi-platform after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those first games that actually used the, the PS4 Pro properly. So, At its full advantage. Mm-hmm. Checkerboard 4K, I believe, and all that. So. All right, what is Project Iron? Someone fill us in the details Ooh. on Project Iron. This, uh, this could Ryan. be very interesting. Very, very What do you mean, Brant? You don't like the studio. They haven't <laughs> made a game that you enjoyed this year. Uh, so, 505 Games... Uh, popular for things like Bloodstained, uh, Death Stranding, Terraria, uh, is going to be co-publishing and co-developing a new game with uh, Mercury Steam, the developer uh, that helped make uh, Metroid Dread possible, which freaking awesome game. (laughs) A uh, friend of the show, Russell, is currently addicted to it, and he's playing it. Oh, <laughs> go, Russell, go. You're, enjo- you're enjoying the high life, man. I don't think he's ever beat a 2D Metroid. I'm, I'm excited that this one has got a hold of him. Uh, but yes, it is It is codenamed uh, Project Iron. Uh, new game is a third-person action RPG set in Dark Fantasy World and will be available for consoles and PC worldwide. Uh, the property will be co-owned by 505, uh, the parent company, Digital Bros, uh, and Mercury Steam. <laughs> uh, Some of bros got me, I'm sorry. Bros. Bros. <laughs> digital Bros. We are the Digital Bros. Right from the 1990s. Yeah. Give, give us the Konami code and watch the bros have 30 lives <laughs> to take on the alien race. And yeah, the rest the rest of it is just they they say they're thrilled to be working with with Mercury Steam. So it wouldn't be yeah, they got they got several Game of the Year nominations. They're, yeah, they're flying high at the moment. They're uh, they're very impressive. the The work they've done so far uh, is is pretty damn good. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this partnership. Time will tell. Uh, next up, xCloud's new clarity boost promises clear streams, but it's only on Edge. Uh, this comes from The Verge and Jay Peters. For the moment, only on Edge Canary. Wow, what is that? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, Microsoft's new clarity boost feature for Xbox Cloud Gaming, also known as xCloud, is intended to make your cloud gaming streams a little bit less fuzzy, but it will only be available in the company's Edge browser. Clarity Boost uses a set of client-side scaling improvements to improve the visual quality of the video stream, Microsoft's Melina Gonzalez said in a blog post. I tried Clarity Boost, this is Jay Peters, 
in a few games, and I felt that it made a noticeable difference. Games were generally less blurry and made smaller details like leaves and bricks, which I look for in my games, looked much sharper than they do with Clarity Boost off. It doesn't dramatically change the way games look, in my opinion, but if you want xCloud games to be a little more clear, I'd recommend flipping Clarity Boost on. Uh, the Verge attaches some uh, sliders where you can slide the image back and forth. Uh, they compare Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite, and Tom Warren has also posted a video of the Cloud Gaming Clarity Boost. If you want to see the differences for yourself on your machine, you can try Clarity Boost now by installing Microsoft Edge Canary. But if you don't want to use a Bleeding Edge version of the browser just to try Clarity Boost, it will be available to all Edge users by next year, according to Microsoft. All right, so is this, so xCloud is kind of spread to everything, right? Yeah. Is this the Edge browser on the Xbox or just the Edge browser on our PCs that we can try this out on? I'm not 100% sure what Canary is. Canary's a separate version of Edge. It's still Chromium-based, right? Yeah, it's just like a... Um, it's an insider channel. Yeah, it's like a test uh, version of the browser. And maybe if it does well, they might integrate it into the standard version of Edge. They don't make those big changes without testing it. So the Canary is what thing. the Canary is what dies first in the mine, right? When they when the coal miners <laughs> go down, and uh, what the whole role of the Canary is to do is <laughs> when, you, when the bird dies, you gotta get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, Canary in the coal mine. But those those little slider pictures. It's like at first you don't really notice the difference, but once you actually look really closely, you you will see a good bit more definition and uh, clarity in these overall images. It's it's pretty interesting. I don't see that. I'm trying to, Maria. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's some slight details. I mean, you yeah. can see it in the, in the Forza and their cars a little bit more damage. I see it on the tree in the corner, or maybe that's a little cloud cover right there. On that first image. Oh, I see it much more on the second image with the buildings. Yeah, yeah and it, it, yeah, if you look at the, like, just the, the things, uh, like the HUD, um, just smaller details on the car, you'll you'll notice a, a decent improvement sliding those, sliding that little thing back and forth. Yeah. Would you see that if you weren't comparing them right back and forth, right? Like, with the slider back and forth? Would you and that's the thing that? is. At first, I was like, I, I don't get it. It looks about the same, and yeah, you know, the first the first initial image is is not that bad. And I mean, when I tried the um, that test program and was able to play, I think I played thirty minutes or so of uh, one of the Tomb Raider games on XCloud, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, there was a little bit of a some input lag, and sometimes the the quality would kind of dip a little bit, but it was it really wasn't that bad. Because it all depended on, you know, your internet connection and everything. Right. So. Always the factor. And our nation is not known for the best broadband in the world. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one is titled Buy It Again, Cesar. Cesar, what are you purchasing again, sir? I don't know. I purchased many things again. So. <laughs> I don't everything. Know. This specific right. example. Yeah, so what was it, the second anniversary or the first anniversary? Uh, second anniversary of 13 Sentinels. Should be the first. Yeah, it should be the first anniversary. 
No, no, no. Uh, for no. it launched for PlayStation 4 in November 2019 in yeah. Japan yes. and in September 2020 worldwide. Yep. Yes. The second anniversary in Japan. Uh, they ended up making an announcement that they were porting it over to Switch on April 12, 2022, and it would hit the West that day, and then two days later in Japan. Um, I think it's supposed to come with a digital secret file and digital artworks. Art books will be included with it. That's cool. Um, physical edition also includes a reversible cover jacket. On the outside, of they gave a quick trailer of the game. Uh, announcement, which is kind of just a, a rundown of what the game is a little bit about, and that's it. I mean, that's pretty much that's yeah. the announcement. So I mean, I th- I think along with this, I don't see it in this article, but I do remember hearing something else about you know Atlas talking up about how they want to bring more of their games to to more platforms, and it kind of goes back to that whole Persona Four Golden thing, how they didn't. Oh, yeah expect that game to do as well as it did going to steam so will we eventually see persona 5 on the switch will we see you know more atlas games going to to steam and these other other platforms maybe it'd be or nice Shimagami tensei on something else yeah as I mean, has always said vote with your wallet you never know where it's going to go after that oh god the, don't start on the shimigami <laughs> tensei stuff people were arguing about that on twitter already so I was going to say, I think there's already rumors about PC PC and PS4 when they did when they data mine the Switch version and everybody was in an uproar. Like, how dare you play this anywhere else? Um, I watched uh, watched a quick look from a certain company and it looked like it ran superbly on Switch with super fast loads and everything. Uh, sure. Okay. (laughs) Cesar disagrees. Um, there are some frame rate issues and there is some draw distance issues. Draw distance. I uh, did draw not distance, good examples of that. Draw distance uh, is like two frames per second on certain Ooh, uh, things. Ah. It's notably bad. Um, so it could benefit from stronger hardware that since uh, switches. It, it started, it started a whole argument because people were like, oh, I might just wait for the PC version. And then you had the people that were like, blah, 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 switch version. There shouldn't be on anything else. And it, you know, I just got out the thread after that. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Somebody threw a grenade and just left. They don't have a Switch Pro OLED. Plays better. I don't know. Some people had. They were like, "I'm playing this on Switch. I'm just going to wait for the PC version now. I'm just going to stop playing it." That's what the guy said. Uh. <laughs> oh, there is. A, it's not a news, but there is a Switch holiday bundle coming, and it's uh, not the normal Mario Kart one. You get a month or a, a year of Nintendo Switch Online and a carrying case for the normal two ninety nine. So is it is it the expansion online plus? No, it is not. It's the regular one. <laughs> it's the one we all know. <laughs> the twenty dollar value. Yeah, the one we haven't left yet. No Swoled, no Expansion Plus. That's not. Wait, quick check. No one has got the Expansion Plus yet, right? No. Brent, you could with the Animal Crossing stuff. You actually no, play thanks. Animal Crossing. No, who, who plays Animal Crossing? Okay, moving Cesar, on. Cesar texted me about playing Animal Crossing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I play uh-huh. Animal Crossing 24-7. I wake up and fire it up. I'm like, hey, Nook, hey. So, Cesar, if I were to, you know, I have a, a, another switch, a switch in my possession. Do I have to move that island before I reformat that other switch, or is that something Ooh, yeah. I can do? Save data is tied to the system. You can do it with the transfer tool. You have to move it. Uh, was that the only one, Brent? Go back to the game. Is it ever worth doing all that bullshit again? Oh, yeah, of course it is. Do it. 
Sure. I mean, you might Constant. get pissed when you go back in there. It's like, I already did this. Why did I delete I mean, the other thing? Their island's going to be one thing. Mine. <laughs> is it worth me restarting? Here, I don't know. Maybe. You feel like doing it? I mean, you're just going to get to that same point and say, fuck it again. Like, nope, I didn't enjoy doing this doing this for myself. Why would I jump through these hoops for y'all? You two people, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm, I need to just sit down and do that one day and get it over with and go it's ahead and li- do the island and everything. Literally less than a second. I mean, the, really? the, longest, the longest part is in downloading the application on both devices. It's the most irritating part, but the transfer actually takes, takes like five yeah, yeah. I'll just do with that one day there at school and just knock it out and be done with it. Yeah. Pop a new card in there and everything. All right, Young Brant, bring us home with Game Pass titles, including uh, the sequel to the critical darling Halo 5 Guardians. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. Oh, for that. <laughs> okay. So, which is Among Us? <laughs> coming to, coming to uh, Game Pass this month um, at the beginning of December. We have on December 2nd anvil uh i don't i've never really heard of this one Um, all caps it's important uh that stands for ancient Ancient. vault investigation lab yeah (laughs) you explore unknown galaxies searching for ancient alien vaults so sure uh it'll be on game pass so hell try it try it up uh, I just think of Acme Anvil from uh, Roadrunner. <laughs> those those cartoons still hold up. They do. All the Roadrunner they stuff holds up. Uh, what we have? Uh, Arc Vale. Um, Bullet Hill. Cloud console and PC. Uh, console and PC is Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. My favorite uh, of the trilogy. That's the good one, right? <laughs> that's yeah. what I was about to say. Favorite one. I like uh, it's, it's 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 like uh, has some of that um, Chrono Cross feels where you jump between different timelines at different areas and and you manipulate certain story elements in those timelines and it alters the history in the present and the future. Interesting. It's, it's got some uh, Chrono Trigger esque stuff in there. I enjoyed that one immensely. So you're saying it needs a remake as well? Just like sure. Chrono, music Chrono Mastered. Yeah. Is this confirmation? Brent, are you uh, singing the soundtrack everything. to Cesar's music <laughs> composition? Um, Back no, in I'm, what I'm saying is that we need a remake of Reality Fighters, is what I'm saying. Reality Fighters. Uh, lawnmower. I wanted to say Lawn Mowing Man. Lawn Mower Man. Lawn yeah. Mowing uh, Simulator for Cloud Console and PC. Hey, lawn Mower Man was a decent game. Was that on Saturn? <laughs> Was, was it better than the movie? I thought the game was on Super Nintendo. <laughs> it's one of those weird things that get... Oh my gosh. Hold on, here we go. Because this yeah. is not all action. It's come to Game Pass. <laughs> uh, let's see, we have Rubber Bandits. <laughs> uh, I'm Cloud afraid to Google this. Console and PC. <laughs> Maybe it was Sega CD. I think it was Sega CD. Uh, oh gosh, that would be even better. That grainy uh, video uh, FMVs. Oh, Super <laughs> Nintendo, Genesis, Sega CD, PC CD-ROM, and Game Boy. Oh, Game PC Boy. 
a sequel film, The Lawnmower Man, to Beyond Cyberspace was released in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce Brosnan was in that movie. I forgot he was in that yeah. movie. James Bond was in that movie? Yes. <laughs> it's got to be a good game. Golden oh. was a good game. <laughs> the Lawnmower Man for Oh, that's an instant stream. Oh, yeah. It's got to be streamed. <laughs> James Bond, Lawn Service. Hey, you got the, uh, both of y'all got the uh, Polymega. We can do it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just rip the ROM. And mm-hmm. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Stardew Valley, uh, Cloud Console and PC. Wait, you read the Rubber Bandits also? part? Yes, I did say Rubber Bandits. <laughs> oh, uh, um, uh, Warhammer 40k Battle Sector, uh, Cloud Console and PC. I've always wanted to try Stardew Valley. Not to backtrack, but I've always wanted to try it and see what it's like. Let's see. Space Warlord uh, Organ Trading Simulator. Like uh, and that's Cloud Console and PC uh, starting December 7th. It's a big, giant old piano. Uh... December 8th, uh, what's this? Uh, I don't know this game. Halo Infant? Oh, Infinite. Infinite Day. It's we'll just the multiplayer, cloud. right? Yeah, well, it's no, just the multiplayer. You, you tricked us all. <laughs> cloud console and PC. Uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors 4. Wait, 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 wait. If I don't have 1 through 3, how am I going to play 4? Um, That's least of your concerns. It's like 900 episodes of anime to watch. Literally 1,000. They just did 1,000. Like, yeah, that was. They literally did a thousand. They just had yeah, a thousand episodes. Games. Give me the three games. I'll take the three <laughs> games for 400. Uh, I follow somebody on I follow, I follow somebody on Twitter who's going through all the Naruto games and are like finally a way for me to experience the story without playing watching 700 episodes of a Naruto. Pretty much. <laughs> and it, it, it was legit. People were like, yeah, you can do the whole story without watching. Technically, the whole. yeah. If I have play those Ninja fun. Storm games. You you can. I had a lot of fun with one of the GameCube games and one of the PS2 games. They were great at that time. But I was in Naruto Frenzy. Might have been Ultimate Ninja and Clash of yeah. Ninja, I think, are the two. Yeah, 360 games were good. 360 games good? Yeah, the ones um, done by Ubisoft. I remember that one. <laughs> what is this from Sega CD? Cesar, Cesar just changed his background to the Lone Mower Man game for Sega for CD. Sega CD. Oh my god, I see it on the side. Oh my lord, it's That's eating back him. up a little bit. Yeah, Long back up a little bit. Disappear. <laughs> He's in no. the game. <laughs> no lawnmower man. He's in the game. He's eating your chair. <laughs> What's better, Tron or Lawnmower Man? <laughs> um, Tron is always <laughs> who, better. Yeah, I'm always gonna pick Tron on that one. Who, who would win in a fight, Tron or Lawnmower Man? <laughs> Tron. Tron wins all. Uh <laughs> Who thought Lawnmower Man would come up in this episode? <laughs> this is why I come here every week. This is why I show up. This is why you're here too, listeners. Uh, but yeah, One Piece Pirate Warriors uh, 4 will be available starting December 9th. And then uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite uh, Cloud Console and PC starting on December 14th. This one I'm excited about because probably, and I have the timestamps, I think it's six days ago I asked SSR. When do we jump on Alien Fire Team? He's like, I don't know, twenty bucks. We got to make sure there's some players. Game Pass, quote unquote, free. Yep. And guaranteed instant players. As soon as yep. something's in Game Pass, it's gonna be flooded with players. Gonna we'll s- get in there and get killed with the aliens. Gonna single handedly. <clears throat> that up. 
So I say we try this out on Game Pass, all of us. And then continuing. That required Brandon to get Game Pass. We'll have to wait for December Brandon to coffee. I got a I got a damn code up there I still haven't put in. I got a code for you too if you need one. It's uh, not for Ultimate though. I think well it'll still get you the console. Yeah. Uh Among Us. For, well, for console only. What uh, is that? Among Us, I don't know. It's some some mobile game. I still have never played it. They, they, they're bringing it to console. It's, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. I've never heard oh, of it. What a life of living. Just like Stardew Valley. <laughs> no, it's the. it was the insanely popular game during the pandemic. It's... Quarantine game? I know they've... My son said something about he started it up and they've Stupid. they've added a whole bunch of like new stuff <laughs> Time Warner, right? Lawn Mower Man again. He brought it back up. The Genesis this time. Gotta make sure we get every version of the game. That's Time Gosh. Warner Interactive. Oh. It's so. Oh. What else did they make? It's rated Georgia. <laughs> That's that Sega. <laughs> That's before ESRB. General audience. Brent, you might not have been born yet. <laughs> rated general audience for the general audience. That's when Sega was coming up with their own thing. Like, Mortal yeah. Kombat's not bad. We tried to tell people it was bad. Need the blood red. Yeah, I was about to say, we have Mortal Kombat to thank for that. Time Warner Interactive was previously known as Tengen. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, it was a studio within Time Warner which developed video games and bought a controlling interest in Atari games uh, and was active until 1996 when WMS Industries, the owners of Williams, Bally, and Midway, bought the company. Uh, the Lawnmower Man, Batman Returns for Sega CD, another <laughs> infamous one. Uh, Dick Vitale's Awesome Baby, College Hoops for Sega Genesis. Rise of I, the Robots, Cesar's favorite game of all time for the Sega Genesis. Greatest game of all time. That, RBI right right there Lawnmower. with the uh, balls and Super Nintendo. Oh, they made Return Fire for uh, PlayStation. That's a big one. Or they ported it. Return Fire was a 3DO game. And then their last game, Cesar, is that uh, game we played on Sega Saturn, Shinrei Jusatsushi Teramaru. That co-op. <laughs> there it no. is. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that thing that's is terrifying. Oh, that cover is terrifying. Cesar, remember that Saturn game we played? That two-player uh, Metal Slug type thing? With the yeah. shooting reticle? That game was good. Long time ago. Yeah, it was many moons. Ugh. All right, we derailed you, Brant. Uh, I think... God, that's a bad cover. It, it's absolutely God, terrible. God bless the Super Nintendo one. Adapted, adapted the Smash what? Virtual reality movie? <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> adapted from the Smash hit virtual reality movie. Okay, so real talk here for just a second, because listeners are going to hear this still. The episode title. Can it be the Lawnmower Man? Who owns the IP and the trademark <laughs> for the Lawnmower Man? Can we just straight up call it the Lawnmower Man? If we, as long as we, we put a space between the yeah. Lawnmower Man, put a space in there. Wait, uh, where are the spaces at? The in between space. lawn and mower. Lawn, space, mower, space mm-hmm. man. Get rid of the W. The W silent and mower. A mower. Or you could put the, the law mower man. Like right here. Law put a hyphen law between more. law and yeah. and, more. and and mower. So yeah, you have law hyphen and hyphen mower. I'm going the lawn for it. mower. 
going Man. for it. This was really just a suggestion from you guys. I post it. It's going to be. I'm going for it. <laughs> Cease and desist right here. Please let me have it from THQ Games up there. <laughs> or THQ whoever has away. that. The Embracer Group. Oh, boy, man. See. Holy shit. Pierce Brosnan's Golden Eye <laughs> slash <laughs> the Lawnmower Man. The they all came around the same man. time, didn't they? Yes. Look how many look how many console generations that spread. Game did, um, did he also didn't Dante's Peak come around that time too? Like didn't he come out with like hit after hit movies? I think that was later in the nineties. Yeah. You had okay. You had the you had Volcano and you had the Dante one at the same time. I feel like we had both those Volcano movies simultaneously. Could have just been Tommy Lee Jones fighting uh, Pierce Brosnan <laughs> on a fight. <laughs> Before he stated his public disdain of Jim Carrey as the Riddler. <laughs> I hate you. I don't respect you. <laughs> My volcano's better than your volcano. Let's go. How <laughs> do you fight a volcano? <laughs> they villainized the volcano like they did the twister and uh, or the tornado and twister, right? <laughs> Make yeah, the natural element the enemy. Because what was the whole point in that? It's like a volcano in L.A. or was that? It's California. What, what was it again? I it was only like some saw, random place. I only saw the other one. I didn't see the. I didn't see. I've the only Dante. seen Dante's Peak. I've never seen the other one. Yeah. I saw the opposite. We should uh, compare notes. Based Dante's on... Peak is very good. <laughs> the other one was not. <laughs> they were just running from it. That's, that also had with uh, Linda Hamilton on the one Dante's oh Peak. I think God, also. Where are we going? It was it just called <laughs> Volcano? Was that it? I think it was just I, called Volcano. Uh, yeah, I think it is Volcano. You're sure yours was called Dante's Peak? Dante's Peak. Yeah. Dante's uh, yeah. 1997. Linda Hamilton, Pierce Brosnan, Jeremy Foley, Charles Hallahan. Just All right, pull look up. Look up. Who, who had the better? Uh, we'll decide this. Look on Rotten Tomatoes. Who has the better reviews? All right. And we'll know which Tomatoes. is the better one. Dante's Peak. <laughs> this is the deciding factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We what need you, Lawnmower Man in there, too. <laughs> no, go ahead. Throw Lawnmower Man in there. We need the Pierce uh, Bronson trilogy. Go ahead and do Golden Eye. Okay, what's 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 everybody guess? Everybody's guess for Dante's Peak uh, tomato meter. Thirty-two percent. Brent, that's our shocking. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we're doing prices right now. Uh, yep. Let's see, over higher under. or lower? Higher or lower? Uh, we're gonna go thirty. Exactly thirty percent. It went 31 for like 31. 26 uh, percent. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Volcano came out in 1997 also. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones and Ann Hesh. Is it going to be higher or lower score? Higher. Brant? Mm. I usually I usually like the ones that people hate the most. <sighs> <Dude>. <laughs> I'm going to say this one is lower it is higher how much okay uh 40 percent higher than that brant you can bring it home 56 percent close uh it is a 49 percent tomato meter volcano i enjoyed this one i remember one scene the berea tar pits are like bubbling like where the fossils and all that are at they're like it's like it's it's like really going off as that volcano is getting ready all right, here we go. Moment of truth. We're going to finish this thing strong. Oh, gosh, are you going to actually look up Lawnmower Man? 1992 classic. Uh, Jeff Fahey, Pierce Brosnan, and then Jenny Wright in The Lawnmower Man. 18%. 18%. There we go. I didn't even have to ask for it. Uh, <laughs> it is higher than 18%. <laughs> what? <laughs> 63%. 
not that high. It is lower rated than Volcano, but much higher rated than Cesar's favorite movie of all time, Dante's Peak. <laughs> Uh, the Lawnmower Man, the 1992 R-rated horror slash sci-fi classic that clocks in at one hour and 48 minutes is rated a 34% on Tomato Meter. Which was then converted into a child-friendly version to be playable on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Sega CD. I don't know. What was the Sega CD rating? What was there? Uh, was it GA? Uh, was it the GA, Jordan General audience. General there was no rating on the. There's no rating on the Super Nintendo one that's had at it. It has the seal of approval, though. I can see the top little bit of that. Got the weird uh, THQ with the red T. There's an entire playthrough of the Super Nintendo game on YouTube. It is 45 minutes long. That oh seems gosh. accurate, yeah. <laughs> no, the soundtrack like is good. Jamming out to it. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Hold on. We might have found a sleeper. Oh, there's is this an actually good pseudo- game? Yeah, there's some weird pseudo 3D stuff. Is this a Super FX game? <laughs> it's got some weird synth stuff in there. All right. Part of it's a basic side scroller with worse than Contra looking background. No parallax scrolling, no Super Nintendo stuff you would expect. But then there's like this interim that's a 3D. It looks like you're just wandering through hallways, but it looks really good. It looks like Doom almost. But it was a, it was one of those ones that kind of sim, sim, like pushed like the movie did basically right. I never seen them. I never seen Lawnmower Man. You must not be doing anything in those segments because it looks like the person just. Oh my gosh! This looks like there's Mode Seven in it, like a Hyperzone. All right, this involves further research later on. Lawnmower Man for Super Nintendo. Do <laughs> you don't have a copy behind someone? Uh, I think I do. Brant, bring us home with the. Uh... What is this Amber Alert for everybody? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I just got it. All right, let's put that out on the podcast. That might uh, end up hitting the right ears. Atlanta, Georgia, Amber Alert, L I C slash C R F 9791, Georgia tag, 2017 Blue Toyota RAV 4. If you see that, that is the current Amber Alert during the show. All right, back to. Oh, there's Pierce Brosnan. Cesar's changed his background to. The Superior Volcano film. There's uh, somebody came in the chat on YouTube. Says Bitcoin is a scam is his name. And he says bottom guy's muted. Bottom guy. I'm not muted. <laughs> I'm just, I just sound that bad. I don't know. I should Bitcoin is a scam <laughs> is his name. Uh, bottom guy's muted. What Thank you, Bitcoin, Dogecoin? for joining us. I'm not muted on the podcast. Join, uh, listen to our podcast on Google Play, iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher. <laughs> Remember those days? Listen to that soundtrack. Who's listening? Brand? <laughs> Brand is good. Dude, that's crazy. That went off in my ears, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they have something here. <laughs> that might be all there is, but hey, it sounded good. Oh. All right, uh, before we leave, Generation Zero, Mind Scanners, The Hunter, Call of the Wild, all available via ID at Xbox. Uh, we don't really do the DLC updates, do we? No. Uh, I guess. Do what? And if you want. Yeah, we got nothing else after this, right? Absolutely. Sleep. 
Uh, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition Mexican Civilization DLC available now. Save 10% if you're an Ultimate member. This expansion brings the Mexicans as a playable civilization to Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition for the first time with a brand new historical battle. The Mexican Civilization provides a broad range of added content, including two new explorers, a unique revolution mechanic, eight units, two buildings, and a new home city. Home cities in uh, capital letters. Uh, Minecraft Caves and Cliffs Update Part 2 available now. To climb high and dig deep in Part 2 of the Caves and Cliffs Update, scale bigger mountains, unearth elaborate caves, and mine large ore veins. Discover lush cave and dripstone cavern cave biomes. I can't get through this. Push boundaries with the increased world height and traverse the updated terrain. Light up your world with candles, then stick one in a cake to celebrate becoming a it savage. Stick one in a cake. And uh, that was like the plot of American Pie, wasn't it? And Master Mountain Deer. Uh, sea of Thieves Season 5. Bury treasure. Go hunting using the quest board and set things off with a bang in Sea of Thieves Season 5. Dig into a new suite of features, tools, and quality of life updates that will breathe new life into your adventures on the Sea of Thieves. Let's see what they sea do there. Sea of Thieves, some bridge crew. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, here are your perks for being an ultimate member. Halo Infinite multiplayer. You get the past tense MA40 AR bundle. This is a big benefit to having that game. Uh, come launch on December 8th. Customize your multiplayer arsenal with the exclusive PASS tense, that's P-A-S-S tense, MA-40 assault rifle coating, four double XP boosts, and four challenge swaps. That's going to save me from buying four Rockstar energy drinks. <laughs> this perk requires Halo Infinite multiplayer to use, available free on Xbox PC and with Xbox Cloud Gaming. There's also DLC for Dauntless, Apex Legends, and World of Warships. Here are your games leaving Xbox Game Pass library across various platforms. On December 15th, you have Beholder leaving cloud and console. Uh, Cesar recently raved about this series. The Dark Pictures, Man of Medan on console and PC is leaving. Guacamelee Dos for cloud, console, and PC. Wilmot's Warehouse on cloud, console, and PC, also on those platforms, is unto the end. And rounding out the list of titles leaving December 15th is also Ukulele and the Impossible Lair on the aforementioned cloud, console, and PC. I did that very well. Well done, sir. I'm going to brag on myself. You kept you kept us in line where we uh, derailed deeply. Oh, we, we, went, we went hard. And that was... Uh, movies. Oh, God. We ended up on Rotten Tomatoes. This is never a good sign. Where did this, where did this yeah, podcast... Yeah, we didn't even bring out... Bring up Mrs. Doubtfire. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire, too. Are we going to go through the whole Pierce Brosnan catalog here? I mean, we can. I mean, <laughs> we can go into games time. played. <laughs> Brent's like, I got time. We're doing games played with Pierce Brosnan? Look at him. He's uh, he's looking forward to Tomorrow <laughs> Never Dies in that picture. Oh, oh wow. That's Those disturbing. Piercing eyes. Piercing eyes, Brent? Ah, I see what you did there. Eyes, uh, see. Games played. The only thing I've played since we recorded last was uh, Halo Infinite, and I'm actually frustrated with the multiplayer stuff that I played, and if I were to say anything about that game, it would be negative, and I don't want to do that, so <laughs> that is my games played for the past couple days. I've been, I've been having I'm, a lot, a lot of good luck on mine. I enjoy that with friends, and I've been playing it by myself, and I'm not having fun, so I need to play it with friends again soon, so you oh, guys do help me with that. Can do that. Uh, Cesar, games played, sir. As we stare at the C Sega CD cover for Lawnmower Man. 
You've been playing some some games on your Polymega. I know you've been trying some stuff out. Well, it came in. Thoughts? Um, Have you opened yours up, Richard? (laughs) It's sitting somewhere back there. So you'll be surprised that it's not, for the money you paid on it, it's not very high quality. Um, It feels like uh, the casing is 3D printed. Go on. Uh, When you put in the disc, you have to force it all the way in there before it actually grabs. I thought there was something wrong with mine because I barely put it in there. And it's not like a, a console where you put it maybe one-fourth of it in there and it grabs and finishes the job for you. you got to put it all the way up to the one-fourth left. You keep selling me on it. I bought this five years ago for some ungodly um, reason. I wish I had a mister. I've told you this already, Richard. I tried the NES one. Uh, that worked fine. My Super Nintendo one does not work at all, um, the module. Um no games, nothing you plug into it works. It won't let me. It doesn't sit. The, the game doesn't sit in there properly. Like the left side is elevated a little bit more, and I think because everything in there is three three uh, D printed, but the board. Um, so I, I haven't had a chance to sit there and mess with the Genesis modular yet. I want to go through them all before I send them an email trying to get a replacement for the Super Nintendo one. Right. Part to mess with it this weekend. I haven't had time, so it's like I. None of my Super Famicom, none of my Super Nintendo games would load. The NES one's loaded fine. Loaded that one up there. I couldn't confirm that once, and they won't tell people, but once you load them in there with that module, you can run the NES game without the NES module on there using the, the basic controller. So you don't need that module cool. once the game's loaded. My plan is coming true. Um, I plugged in a USB hard drive in there and was able to save everything to it on one of the USB ports. That's uh, good. I'm wondering if I can just install everything and just move into another Polymega that it would see it and just run those off the external hard drive. Um, like that's the my Xbox guess. Does and the PlayStation yeah. does? That's my guess. If you could just clone clone that drive to another drive and without having to actually go through and inject every cartridge in there and try to copy yeah, everything yeah. multiple times. I see where you're headed, Cesar. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, the only game I played on there is I played a Sakura of Wars, Sakura of Tyson. Uh, I downloaded the English ROM patch, uh, patched it once I put the disc in there, and it applied the patch and it runs in English. So it does it does well on the patching because like if you read the directions on how to patch a game like on a Sega Saturn game, you have to actually get an ISO opener and apply the patch directly into the ISO. Um, that the Polymega does make that a lot easier. You just run, you just attach the the patch to the ISO that's already installed in there, and it runs translated, no extra work. Nice. Um, that does sound good. So at least they've got that part figured out. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely you would need to hook up yours because like I said, I've followed some people on Twitter where they're having some stuff that did not work. Some like this one read, and they were quick about replacing them, but you yeah. don't want to wait, and then they don't have any more for you to replace. So. That's loud. I apologize for that, but uh, I do have my order date on this uh, receipt. If y'all can see that. Yeah. Yeah, three and a half years mm-hmm. ago, May seventh, twenty nineteen. But yeah, Brent, I wouldn't rush too much into it. I'm hoping if this does well for them, there probably be a better quality one that comes out. Yeah, that might be the one to get on there. It's, I don't know, for the amount of money I paid, I expect a little bit more, but it does a job. I don't know how much more I can complain about it. It, it, You can basically do what we're doing now on a PC, but this does simplify and make it easier. I mean, I'm able to. How's that interface? Like that was the whole kicker, right? How does that interface? It is very similar to like a like a. PS1 interface when you fire it up. It, kind of, it has that PS1 type jingle and all that kind of stuff with the background music and all that stuff. It's uh, it's similar that we're going for that, but the interface is like it has a game database. It loads up and it loads up what people have loaded on there, and it's it, that's what you're paying for. It's very user friendly. So, um, yeah, 
So I don't know. I, I still got to try the Turbo Graphics one. I still got to try the Genesis one. I know the Super Nintendo one. What do you need for Turbo? Because I have Turbo CD games and I have Turbo uh, card games as well. I'm, I'm assuming the CD one is good because I threw in Sega CD and I, I installed Pop Full Mail and I played a little bit of that and then I installed some Saturn games. And okay. everything seems to load just fine on the CD-based stuff. The only one that was my concern was the, the Super Nintendo one, but I knew something was wrong instantly because when I put in the cartridge in there, the left side would not go all the way down. So mm-hmm. when I popped it up on there, I was that trying to look at it and see if there was something on it. Just, something's not in there right. I don't know if it's the connector. Yeah. Or something in within, um, I don't know, something's not right. Because it's like even when I have the, the module in there, it's blinking at the top right. That is, it sees a module, but it doesn't know what it is. Because like when I do the NES one, it plugs it in there, it sees it, and it's, I think there's something wrong with that Super Nintendo one. Um, I've got, I know of interest to you, I've got Ease Book at one and two for a Turbo CD you can rip to there. I need a, because I, I, I got the Turbo Graphics card. The CD ones load fine. Yeah. But I, I need a card. That's right. One. So I got Bonk's Adventure. I've got something Davis World Tennis. I've got Legendary Axe. I mean, at this uh, point, I might as well just bring the the Turbo Graphics module to you. And all the ones you got. I'm I'm not opposed to this idea. I'm I'm perfectly fine with this. This is a good plot. I know the the NES and the Super Nintendo ones would probably be Genesis one be massive undertaking for you to do. So. Yeah. Quite a lot of cartridges to go through. But it's, it's it's fairly quick. I mean, the NES ones are like half a megabyte. They're like 500 bytes. How so, quick is the process of like, you know, you shove in a cartridge, how long does that take? It, it sees it instantly. It pulls up a database and it tells you, and even tells you who's the current um, uh, copyright owner of the game. So like, oh. um, if it's something that's like, I think I have a, a game, Aztacs or whatever it's called, Astracks or whatever, something like that. Astracks. Uh, Yes, let's go with Astrax. Sure. Um, I don't remember what it was. I could get over there and look at it, and I just don't feel like it. Um, I think is it was published by Jellico. Yeah, Jellico. And Who then, has um, that now? THQ uh, Nordic City City Connections. And it shows like City Connections is the only one that owns that game. Wow. Right so it it, it 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 was updated to whoever currently owns it. All right, I guess right, so over to the database, they went in there and looked at it. So You pop that cartridge in, the ROM trips. What does that process look like? Can you then take it out and get another one to put in there and start yeah. the same thing? How long? Yeah, once it's installed, you're good. You don't, have to, you, put the, you don't have to put the cartridge in there ever again. So. Let's say you had 10 to do. How, how long would it take you to put 10 cartridges on the polymer? Not long. Cartridges are like less than a megabyte. I was going to say, literally they're probably like, very small. Literally, the, takes, the time it takes for you to blink. So it's yep, plug it's, and it fires. That's it, and it's yep, there. Plug, it's on install. It? You have to go in there and physically click the install button, and that's it. Okay. To add the collection. So you can run it without installing it. Ten so seconds. the the longest one is like uh, I've only did the Poffel Mill and I only did the Sega Saturn one. Those any those are six hundred megs. Those take a while. Those take okay. maybe about five minutes of disk probably. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, my my copy of Sat my my copy of Soccer Wars is pretty, and it everything perfectly i was worried about it so probably like the xbox where it just needs that initial it needs to know what it is and then it gets the file right or is it pulling the rom off your disc I, it sounds like it's ripping from disc because it's running the disc the whole time you can hear really the yeah all right brant's got a prop for us brant wants to copy to the polymega first he's gonna show us <laughs> he can't hear us he's gonna rip 
Lawnmower Man, Panzer Dragoon, Azel, the import setter. I have that one as well. I have all the the, the Shining Force scenarios, one, two, and three. I haven't got to any of those yet. All three of you guys, whenever you want to rip the ROM, I have a U.S. copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga. It is yours to copy. All of you. All three of you. That is all to be three spread. Of you? Who's, all who three else of you? is here? The guy behind Cesar. Look at him. He's intent. Oh, yeah. Blue eyes of death. Yes, that is, for, that is for everyone to rip as they see fit on their devices they see fit. And I will not deny you, and I would gladly rip it. So. Yes. And I would rip it good. Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Grip and rip it. Rip and tear until there's nothing left. So there's nothing left. <laughs> All right, that's a good Polymega overview. I'm, I'm very pleased. So, yeah, outside of that, um, uh. The only other thing I've been playing is uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer here and there. Uh, I, did, I do better by myself than I do with you guys. Wow. So, because my earlier today was my, my kill rate was 25, five deaths and 10 assists. Damn. <laughs> you hear it. You, you heard it here first. We bring Cesar down. I I don't know. Was, I don't know what it is. Um, like I said, I, this is how it works. And outside of that, I'm almost done with uh, Deathloop, so I'm going through that one. I finally... I'm Sorry down to the, some Deathloop. I'm to the point now where it has that little bit in there where I, it's too open world for me to figure shit out, and where I almost just jumped off the game and then finished it, because I don't like that. I like uh, direction. Yeah. yeah. But I, as you go through the game and you kill all the visionaries, um, you'll find, like, uh, and I mentioned this before, you'll find, like, computers where they have their conversations. What I didn't realize is I, I should have been looking for the second objectives, and as I go through the second objectives, I've got it lined up now where I can kill everybody almost in one day. So there's a there's there was a story bit in there, Richard. You'll like there's one that two of the visionaries were getting together, and, they, and the the name of the the quest was called Afternoon Delight. Mm. <laughs> so you had to, you had to figure out a way to kill them. Nice. And it's like uh, and that was the name of the quest, so you had to do that one. So I yeah, almost I, got this when it was on sale. I'm still tempted. Oh, I got it's, it. really, it's really fucking good, man. It might be one of my games of the year. I'm having a lot of fun with it, man. Um, it's really, really good. I, I'm excited to see what else they come out with a, a second one on there. So I've almost got, I'm got a couple side stories to figure out where all these visionaries are hanging out. And I, I got a feeling where there's one Harriet I can only kill her in the morning, so that's the only time I can kill her. So the game is broken down. You do morning, noon, evening, and night. There's four t- time zones, the four time zones that I can't do in real life. Um. That you can kill people, so you have to figure out how to kill. Like, I think there's <laughs> six or seven of them, six, seven of them in in those four time zones. So there's one here you can only kill in the mornings. And I can kill the two lovers uh, in the e afternoon for their afternoon delight. It's like Majora's so Mask. I still got to figure out how to kill the final uh, four, and so I think it has something to do with Alexis' party. But for the life of me, I I, I went in there first, try to, and it's like. You can go in there and try to figure out how to kill him. Like he likes chocolate beer, which is weird, and that's how that's. And he dances down the floor and some weird shit. And you need to figure it out. But it's like as you go through there, you find out like there's certain other people that attend the party. So there's like there's a chance where you can, you can kill multiple people multiple times, and you can only do it as you go through and do the objectives on there. So I'm, I'm literally almost done. I just gotta go through uh, I think two or three more objectives, and then I can line up the kill order at that point. So. Um, and then as you as you go through, you find out more about Cole's, uh, Cole's background. He was like the big advocate for the loop, and then all of a sudden he doesn't want anything to do with the loop, and you don't know why. He doesn't remember either um, mm-hmm. why he wants out. And he was like the one that pushed it to begin with. 
he was the first yeah. one. He was the one who discovered it and found the island. So I was like, it's 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 interesting. It's a really fucking. It's a really good game. It's a really good game. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's. I'm playing that game. Been All right, Brant, bring us home. Uh, just before we hopped on here, I played. I don't know, about 45 minutes or so of Halo Infinite. I had three pretty good games, and then one horrible game of Slayer <laughs> at the end before I had to jump off. That checks out. Uh, I've never played Single Flag. Have y'all? Yes, it's fun. I yeah. like Single yeah. Flag a lot. That's, that's a good the first mode. Time, yeah, that's the first time I've seen that mode on, on Infinite here. That's a good-ass mode. Uh, but I played, you know, one of those. Uh, they've they've updated the progression um, even more. So your first game... Um, mm-hmm. I, I played one game and winning the game, doing like, uh, one uh, nice objective idea. and something else. I I I got like two hundred XP, two hundred XP, and then like another two hundred and fifty XP for for winning and like all this. So they've they've jumped up the progression quite a bit. Um. And they, I wish I'd gotten I think, that and gotten that samurai armor. I never unlocked it. Yeah, that that was that was weird because, like, what Cesar was saying is, you'd clear one of the object, objectives that you needed to do to to progress in that event, and then you'd get a whole, you know, you'd get something to replace it with, and it wouldn't be an objective for that event, and you just have to keep trying to progress through and hope you eventually get one more. It never yeah. gave me. Yeah, ne- it literally, yeah. I went through all the objectives and never respawned another PS objective. It always showed on the list like it's coming up at some point, but it never, it never came through. So yeah, I was like, whatever. Hopefully, they'll fix it by the next time it comes around. Back in January, I think is when it shows back up. Will the things continue? Like, can I continue for the samurai armor? Or it, am it I should be. I think there's four more. There's four more weeks coming up within yeah. the next. Okay. That's not bad. months. It's yeah. It's supposed to. This was like the first round of it. And as far as I know, you only could get a maximum of like seven uh, up to up to level seven, which was kind of odd. Um, but then, yeah, it, it comes back, I believe, in January and then in February. So nice. Get the armor later. And I mean, other than that, there was one other thing I forgot to bring up last week and I told you all about it this week where my PS5 is just possessed. Uh, I have since heard this uh, actually happen and occur to Brant. Yeah, where Mm -hmm. just all of a sudden it it turned on. It first actually started, um, gosh, early, early last week. I was in here moving some stuff around, getting the PS3 hooked up so I could play some of those GTA games. And I'm on the ground (laughs) uh, and my PS5 is above me. And I'm like moving the PS3 out and I'm like hooking up the cords and all of a sudden I hear beep and I look up and it just starts spinning up and I start looking around. I'm like, I didn't did one of the controllers fall down. Did the media remote fall down? What the heck's going on? Yeah, what made it trip? And I couldn't figure it out. So I just I turned it off. Um, and then about a day later, I was uh, I turned on the TV and I was getting ready to play um 
GTA 5 again or GTA uh, 3 again. And just it turned on. I'm like, I'm not you, anywhere you near heard that it. Beep? Yeah. And then it did it again while I was I was in the middle of a game on. Uh, actually, no, I think it was playing Pokemon. And it it just beeped and turned on again. I said, OK, I, so I unplugged it. And I did some research and it's supposed to be that HDMI link that you can do with your smart TVs and things like that to where like CEC or something. Yeah. To where if you turn on the TV, uh, you can device. Yeah. You, yeah. you can turn on the console. If the console turns on, it'll turn on the TV and automatically switch to the input and all this. So it communicates back and forth. And there's some kind of, some kind of bug right now where people are thinking with that, that it's, you just turn that off and it'll, you know, hopefully Sony will fix it. Uh, and that was fine. So I plugged I plugged a PS5 back in, turned the uh, the link off. And then like a day or so later, I come home and uh, the PS5 has been in rest mode, which it was not before. So I could only assume that it turned itself on at some point and then went yeah. into rest mode after being idle. <clears throat> so I did more research so bizarre it's you know people are turning off the stuff with remote play and um uh turn on remotely through uh internet connection and all of this and so i did all of that and for the past couple of days i've been checking on it and nothing and then i'm sitting here (laughs) with richard before the show and then we were talking and then all of a sudden just right next to me beep so it turned itself on again I heard uh, it so I just I've just unplugged it and it's got to be some kind of weird software glitch. And I have no idea what the hell's going on, but uh, hopefully Sony fixes that. That's How the bizarre. Thing. How bizarre. How bizarre. And it's it's obviously a known issue because if you look it up, there's people that are having having that issue and trying to figure it out. But that make any sense. Just some weird glitch. Yeah. But yeah, um, other than other than Halo Infinite for t- this afternoon, that that was it. I, I haven't it's been a <laughs> few days since we recorded, and I've been busy back at work after the holiday. Yeah, Brent, you're officially a no podcast member. Your top played game is System Settings. <laughs> you're officially in Dark Trying to figure it out. Yep. No, mine mine's gone on my 3ds, so I played it. No more System Settings. All right, fellas. Not, not even in top ten. Oh, Renee's uh, talking about Indiana. He said he's actually in Indiana, so I guess that's a thing. Thank <laughs> you, Renee. Friend of the show, Renee has played with us since we last, since the time before we were recorded. <laughs> he did play with us since the week before last. So yeah, always fun to play with Renee. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. See you. Adios.